This podcast is made by Awesome Panda Productions. Find out more at awesomepandauk.com. Hello and welcome to the RG10 podcast, brought to you by the people behind RG10 magazine. The aim is to bring you interviews, information and entertainment. In fact, anything interesting that's relevant to living around here. Just up the road in Windsor, there's a 94-year-old woman and her 99-year-old husband who still live in their own home. It's a very, very big home, and you've got to hand it to them. Despite their age, Liz and Phil are maintaining their independence and not relying on their many progeny to help them out. In fact, they're still slipping their kids a few quid from time to time. But if things change for them, a company called Time Finders could well be the people to turn to. Time Finders are senior life specialists, bridging the gap between the legal and financial professions and the care sectors. They started and grew up in RG10 and now cover all of the Thames Valley and Middle South England. Essentially, they help older people and families in changing circumstances. For example, those are looking to move out of a large house into something smaller and closer to their families. I've been speaking to their director, Alison Hesketh. She started by telling me about Time Finders' origins. My mother in her 80s decided that she was no longer really um, suited to living where she was, which was a, a long way from us and, um, and on her own. Um, and so I helped her to downsize from a sort of three-bedroomed house into um, a one-bedroomed apartment um, li- living living with, with us in Caversham. And I was working full-time at the time. I had two fairly young children, so i dump them in the car and we'd race up the motorway and um, be, be met by this this lovely lady saying, it's lovely to see you, but, you know, don't like you driving on the motorway. And as we were trying to sort out a lifetime's possessions, we both said, look, this is this is nuts. You know, there must be somebody who can who can help us to, you know, stop me traveling backwards and forwards, stop one getting so exhausted doing everything in a short time. And we couldn't find anybody at all. That was sort of back in the early 2000s, I suppose. Didn't think anything more about it until after my mother died. Um, I decided I didn't want to be a charity consultant anymore. And um, a very good friend who'd got to know my mum very well during the time she'd lived with us came up and said, look, look, much as I love my mother, um, if if I have to spend more than half an hour in her time helping her sort out her stuff, I, I think I'm probably going to scream. Is there anything that you can do? And it was... There are probably lots of people listening to this who are kind of nodding knowingly as we speak. <laughs> well, what we found is that time finders have infinite supplies of patience. We've got the time to spend with an older person, listening to the stories that family members may have heard 10 times before or more, Um, sometimes hearing stories that people haven't wanted to tell their families. Um, We can take our time and, and families these days don't necessarily have that time. And the time that they do have, they don't necessarily want to spend sorting out, you know, somebody's paperwork or, or, you know, helping them get rid of things that they can no longer fit in their new home or whatever. Um, they want to, you know, they want to spend more fun times with people. So we can, we can, we can certainly help there. You're giving a good example there, but can you give me any other uh, examples, any case studies, if you like, where uh, time finders have really helped, really changed people's lives? I suppose 
it, it was the beginning of the advocacy service. We provide deputyship reports for professional deputies. So that's where somebody hasn't made a power of attorney for their finances. Uh, they've lost capacity very often through dementia. Um, but the financial the financial deputy has to make a health and welfare visit every year. And because we know far more about what goes on in care homes than very busy solicitors know, they, they often ask us to do that for them. So we'd known this lady for a, a, a number of years. Um, and then we got a call to say that she'd fallen over in her care home. She was in hospital. Uh, she was ready to be discharged, but her care home wouldn't take her back again because her care needs had changed and they couldn't cope with her, her increased needs. The hospital knew she was ready for discharge, couldn't discharge her because there wasn't anywhere to discharge her to. And because she had dementia, she was really, really distressed, very upset, very frightened in, to be in a noisy hospital. And the hospital were doing everything they could, but it wasn't the right place for her. If somebody hasn't got a health and welfare attorney in place, any care decision has to go to a best interest panel. And that involves social workers, the doctors, her, maybe her GP, um, anybody who's known her well. Um, but that couldn't be set up for another fortnight or three weeks, during which time she was going to have to stay in hospital. So we were called in. We found a specialist care home that could look after her medical needs and her dementia. 48 hours later, she was in the care home. I went to see her. She was calm. She was peaceful. She'd always liked to have Radio 4 burbling on in the background. And we'd, we'd arranged for that to happen. She had a, a room overlooking the window uh, and, and she looked beautiful and calm and peaceful. And three days later, she died. And nobody knew, except for the care home people that looked after her, she had no family. She would have died in hospital, frightened and alone. But she had a very peaceful death and a dignified death, most of all, which is what, when she had capacity, she would have wanted. She was free from pain. Um, so it was sad, but it was beautiful. It, it sounds to me there that you almost can't help but get emotionally involved uh, with the lives of the people uh, that you deal with? Yeah, absolutely. I was once told off at the very beginning of setting up Time Finders by a well-established, shall we say, um, solicitor of the old school who said that, you know, we got too emotionally involved and that wasn't right. And I was too new in Time Finders to stand up and disagree. But luckily, somebody who knew what we did intervened and said, that's why our clients trust us, um, because we become a surrogate family member. We still have that professional detachment to be able to do what's right. And sometimes we have to be the voice of reason. You know, sometimes we have to say to somebody, you say that you're coping at home without any help, but actually the help you're getting is from your three daughters who are each traveling two hours a day, you know, to come and support you. That's not sustainable for them. You know, something's going to break. Let's put some care in place. You know, we have to have those difficult conversations. So we 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 have that professional detachment, but we care very deeply. You know, um, we we can't but help do that. And how has twenty twenty been for you? Obviously, you know, for everybody, times have been very tough. But has there been any room for hope at all? Are you seeing any potential light at the end of the tunnel? 
That very first lockdown gave a lot of people a very uncomfortable opportunity to look at their lives and look at their homes and say, is this really where I want to be until the end of my days? And we've had a, a, a summer and autumn absolutely filled with people wanting to move. And what's really wonderful is you see somebody who's very worried, then they're, they're not managing terribly well in a in a family home where they lived for a long time. They're worried about sorting through their things. We're there. We're helping them every every step of the way. And then you see them walk into their new home. And we've we've been in, we've unpacked, we've set everything up, we've tried to recreate the feeling and the layout of the home that they've left. And you just see the weight of responsibility falling from them. And it's the most wonderful, wonderful feeling of all um, to see somebody, you know, happily settled. But who would have thought 10 months after the emergence of a virus that we would have had vaccines? We're going to have to live with COVID-19. You know, it's now in the population, but we can be vaccinated against it in the same way that many people are vaccinated against flu. It will become part and parcel of our normal our normal life. And I don't think anybody could possibly have imagined that to have happened when we were in the darkest days of lockdown. Has there been a consistent kind of reaction from your clients regarding vaccines? Is there an enthusiasm there? What would you say? There's an absolute enthusiasm. Um this is a generation who lived with diphtheria killing people, who lived with measles killing people and whooping cough. They've been isolated from friends and family for nine months. The mental strain that has, that, that has brought has been devastating. The idea that a couple of jabs in the elbow, you know, in, in the upper arm, and you could go out and you can be with your family again, you can be with your friends. There's no question at all. And, you know, our clients are very switched on in, in many, many respects. You know, they hear these stories, these fake news stories about, you know, was it microchips and we're all going to be controlled and all these other stuff. And, and they just say, don't be silly. We want it. We want it as quickly as possible. And it's the only way that life is going to get back to normal. That was Alison Hesketh, director of Time Finders. And if you want to find out more, just go to timefindersuk.com. Thanks so much for listening to the RG10 podcast. It'd be great if you could share this with others who you think may find it interesting, even those who've never even heard of the podcasting phenomenon. At the moment, it's just another way that we can all stay connected. If you do have any thoughts about who or what we can include in future episodes, then please do let us know via the rg10mag.com website or maybe in the comments section on Apple or SoundCloud. Thanks for listening and goodbye.